Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. My eyes don't look like that. Try to calm down, Holly Beth. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Glitter and Gore. I am your host, Kaylee, and I am joined by the season's guest host, Erica. Erica, how are you today? Hello. I am good. <laughs> I have no idea why I'm doing this like a radio announcer. I just have really been feeling that vibe. Let's get ready to rumba. <laughs> well, it is. We are diving into the second half of American Horror Story. But to dive into the picks of the week. I will recommend Black Mirror Season 6 shut up oh my god so good okay so wait i need to ask you a very serious question yes what was your favorite one out of the out of the episodes god you know my favorite one i think would have to be lock henry or joan is awful okay same i would say lock henry for me for sure the worst one was Maisie day really super unoriginal to me i, and mean, I was like all right i, I would have liked a deeper meaning sure i did like the twist though it was a good twist, but like what I would want because it's based around a celebrity and a paparazzi. I yeah, would love. For sure. I was I was telling my friend this the other day. I would love if Daisy May was like a vampire, and the paparazzi was a descendant from um, oh my god, who's that famous the vampire killer Van Helsing? Yeah, Van Helsing was like a descendant from Van Helsing, and like she's been killing vampires for so long, and she's learned that like no matter what, they always find a way to come back. So she decides to socially kill her. Oh, as a paparazzi. I would have loved that. Sure. That would have been so good. So essentially, they picked the wrong cryptid for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> essentially. Sure. No, I I didn't really care for Demon 79. I thought it was cute. It was too long. Oh, yeah. It was a little slow, but I thought the yeah. demon was funny. Oh, he was. I liked yeah. the. Oh, the demon was great. It was just, it was a little bit too, like, it was too much of a slow burn for me. I was like, mm, okay. We could have done without five scenes. Yeah. Yeah. correct you yeah, know um lock henry for sure that was a text of the group chat i was like oh, oh my, my god. god i have to talk to you about this this is insane and then jonah's awful is phenomenal and i just saw a tiktok yes. the other day where a girl like made her own like madison is awful poster and they used it in <laughs> london so they oh used my god. it i was like oh my god shut up that's crazy so you know i you were so much smarter i don't even you that was a great pick i was gonna pick I it and i forgot it. and that was so good I was trying to be really good and watch like an episode a day. And then I'd got, I did like, okay, Jonah's awful. Next day I did uh, Henry. And then the next day I watched the other, and then I watched, and then I finished the other three. <laughs> well, it kept getting spoiled. Oh. I would go on TikTok. And here's the thing I'm not like a huge, like, spoiler alert type person. Oh, I am. I'm a nightmare. I'm not like, if you accidentally spoil something, I'm not going to like hold it over you for the rest of your life. I'm not that person. I, only time I will is if it's something new. Like like right. you like you spo spoiling season six you know like for um Roanoke well, that's I fine I still kind of didn't but <laughs> but I mean but I mean but you still said things that I didn't know like but that's fine yeah. like it's one of those things where like if you were to go and see so like if you if I like if if, if I hadn't seen the boogeyman yet and then you told me what happened I would have been pissed right like, understandably so, I mean, like, so I'm like so like I'm someone where I usually watch something pretty quick because I don't want to have spoilers so I I will say I did almost spoil Buffy like a part of Buffy for you. That's true. You did. And I <laughs> instantly looked at you and I went, wait, have you seen Buffy? 
Yep. And I was like, no. And you're like, watch it right now. <laughs> so it's never like anything new that I assume people have seen. Yeah. But for like old stuff, I'm always like, oh, do you remember this part? And they're like, I haven't seen it. And I'm like, I am so sorry. But that, like, but that's okay. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I am, I get mad about spoilers. And my best friend Tanner's the same way where it's like for new stuff. Like if you spoil it, like don't, don't talk to me for like three days. Like I'm going to be so mad at you. Like I once knew someone that got mad when I was like, yeah, they both could have fit on the door in Titanic. They're like, I haven't seen it. I'm like the Titanic. Oh my God. You don't know how that ends? Yeah. No, it's like history. That's... <laughs> right. Well, and that's if it and if it's an accidental spoiler, like I'm not totally, gonna get yeah. like mad. I'm not gonna get actually mad, but like Tanner and I used to, we worked in a production office together. So when people were right. talking about movies and people were spoiling it and they're like, dude, we literally work in film. Like, what are you doing? Please. It's stop. like me and not. Right. I was like, so um... like um Locke Henry almost got spoiled for me. So I was like, <gasps> okay, I need to see. I would down. have been so sad if that one was spoiled. That there was one, one scene oh, from God. the VHS where I was like, and it, it just flashed like Locke Henry. I was like, ah, and so I fucking threw my phone and I yeah, immediately turned it on. I was like, all right, tell me everything. You know, and thankfully yeah. nothing was really spoiled. But you know, that that one is hands down my favorite one. Um, did you know that on Letterboxd though they consider those movies? Really? Yeah. Because of their length? Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, for Black Mirror, I mean, I would consider... consider it. I've always described it to people as like each episode is a different movie. So yeah, yeah that makes sense. Well, and it's I, you know what? That was a really good pick for this episode because we we're going to talk about American Horror Stories at the end as well, which is also yeah. kind of a, you know, it's, it's, it's the same premise, just not the same at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just same, same idea of yeah. how the season goes, but totally different concepts. I Black Mirror always fucks me up just a smidge, a little bit. Yeah. So, sorry, I totally, like, barreled through your pick. I was so excited. No, you're fine. That's the pick. I love it. Um, It was a good season. Maisie Day is my least favorite. And believe it or not, I did not spoil literally anything when I gave you the depiction of what I would like. So, if you want to yeah. go enjoy that oh, episode, that's true. go check it out, guys. <laughs> and I just said a cryptid. They don't know which one. Yeah. Um. So, my pick this week is The Rental that came out in 2020. Okay. One hour and 28 minutes. Logline is two couples rent a vacation home for what should be a celebratory weekend away. Mm-hmm. Um, It's got Dan Stevens, Allison Bree. Is that it? Is that the logline? That's the whole logline. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So it's like it's got to be riddled with stuff. Um, then. <laughs> Sheila Vand and Jeremy Allen White, which I'm so late on the Jeremy Allen White train. Um, <gasps> This is Dave Franco's directorial debut really he okay i gotta direct it, it he directed and wrote it um another movie to not watch when house sitting that should be my new tiktok um series movies oh to my not god house sitting <laughs> because oh my god um yeah i don't want to spoil it i'll watch it tonight you know it <laughs> is it's on netflix i watched it on netflix it looks okay. like it's like across the board on like almost all the streaming services but i watched it on netflix like I said, easy hour and a half. Again, the return of the 90-minute movie is my favorite thing ever. Yes. Um, but, you know, it was very good. And I was like, I can't believe this came from Dave Franco. Like, not – I don't yeah. I don't mean that as a dig to Dave Franco, but because he's so – I know him so much for comedy. He is definitely, like, the frat boy of Hollywood. Right. So yeah. for him to do this kind of role, it was like, what? This is – I mean, I mean to, to not, not this role, to create this Creative. kind of movie. I was yeah. like, woo, okay. But – to start us off, we are at season seven now, which is cult overview. Yes. It takes place in the fictional Brookfield Heights, Michigan during the present day, which is 2017, and centers around a cult terrorizing the residents in the aftermath of Donald Trump winning the 2016 election. The start date for this one was September 2nd, 2017, and the episode titles are Election Night, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, 
Neighbors from Hell, 11, 9, 11 slash 9, mm-hmm. Holes, Midwestern Assassin, Valerie Solanas Died for Your Sins, Scumbag, Winner for Our, dis- for our Discontent, Drink the Kool-Aid, Charles, parentheses, Manson, in charge, and then great again. There's a- only 11 episodes this season. Yes. Where does this rank for you? Number eight. Re- okay. And it fought for a spot for number six, but I'll explain my number six later on and why I pivot there. Okay. Um, Cult ended up being five for me. I get that. Yeah. I, I really struggled placing cults where I did. The only reason I think I placed it where it is is because I am not political. I'm sure. apolitical. Very open about sure. that. I have political opinions. Yeah. But I refuse to identify with um, a political party, if you will. Sure. But what I did love about this season is that it shows every extreme mm-hmm. of every political party yep. to its fullest extent. And I was like, representation. It matters. It's there. Oh, yeah. Because you see, you know, we we have Sarah Paulson, who's terrified of everything. Yes. Um, love it. And she actually has that um, phobia of holes. Oh, I... life. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a big thing this season. Yeah, um, she actually has that, and he wanted her character to have that so that he could get actual reactions from her when seeing the photos. It's <laughs> tripophobia. Tripophobia, yeah. Tripophobia, yeah. Um, yeah, tripophobia. She she does actually have that. She doesn't like it. She just goes Bleh. like like no. she doesn't have the extreme visceral reaction that her character has, but she was having reactions and that's why ryan murphy wrote it in i think oh sure (laughs) i mean like play off of it um i think this is the first season we are introduced to billy lord uh post scream queens yes i love her i that's another nepo baby that i absolutely adore i didn't even know she was a nepo baby when i saw scream queens i had no clue who she was no way yeah, I had no clue who she was. And I was like, that is how you be a successful Nepo baby. And I was like, perfect. Yeah. Love it. And like now that I now that I know that she's Carrie Fisher's daughter, I'm like, oh, I see it. Yeah. Got it. Her, <laughs> her at when her mom got her star on the walk of fame recently, like, you know, she she just did her mom so right. And it was so cute. She did. It was it was a beautiful tribute. Yes. I just And I'm glad she told her mom siblings to kick dust. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like that. We Good love Billy Lord in this house. We, yes. we stand Billy Lord in this house. We also had Cheyenne Jackson this season as well and Allison yep. Pill. We had a few new ones in this one. So, yeah, it was Billy and Allison are the two that were new. So Cheyenne mm-hmm. Jackson had been in it before. Yeah. I definitely... I, cults are so fascinating to me in the way of I don't understand. Yes. Like, I definitely remember falling down the like charles manson rabbit hole mm-hmm. trying to understand because again i love the beatles and that was a whole thing with him where yeah you know obviously like with helter skelter and everything so i think that that's how that rabbit hole started for me to kind of be like i don't understand and then there was a documentary that i watched probably too young and i can't find it again like i'm like did i dream it i know i didn't it was on like the right oh i hate when that happens <laughs> But it was somebody who was essentially in the Manson Colts and like got out. And yeah. I just remember watching it and I was like, whoa, you know. So well, I think, some of the girls are still alive. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was one of them just got paroled, didn't she? Or she just went up for parole? I think she did. I think she did an interview. I think that's what I'm thinking of where she basically said she's like, I I don't know how I I got sucked into that. Well, but I mean, I think that's the big part of it. And it's if you're looking at like current, you know, MLMs, it could be looked at like culty. You know, there's the podcast. Is it a cult? Of like, is it, you know, loving American Horror Story could be considered a cult. Loving horror, you know. So one thing that I think is really important before we get too far into this season. Mm -hmm. So there's an episode this season where it's like a political rally and then there is a shooting. And my cousin was an extra that day. Oh. So I know the scene was way bigger, way longer, way more intense. But the Mm -hmm. Vegas shooting happened Mm -hmm. like right before that episode was supposed to come out. So they made the appropriate cuts they cut a ton of it out like so my my cousin's in there somewhere but you can't see her because they cut the scene because there was she said there was a scene where her face was like right in front of the camera but that got cut because of the Vegas shooting and it's one of those things where I have a lot of respect for them cutting so much of it to respect the climate yeah yes that's thank you um you know kind of just going back to with Scream 3 right Mm -hmm. how they they changed the plot because of Columbine, right? Right. So I just wanted to at least acknowledge that before we got too far into it. But, you know, it was really, you know, my cousin was telling me about how she was in American Horror Story and all this stuff. And then, you know, that episode comes out and then she texted me and had said, like, yeah, so there, this is what it was originally. But because of what happened in Vegas, they cut a lot of it. So I have a lot of respect for that to, you know, be respectful of the climate. Definitely. And, you know, she got to breathe the same air as Sarah Paulson and Evan Peters. And that's a win, honestly. I liked how they portrayed all of the extremes, right, from every end, whether you're a liberal, Democrat, Republican, whatever, you support Trump, you hate Trump, you support Hillary, you hate Hillary, da, da, da. Right. It also showed the climate that average people got sucked into what is essentially became political cults in 2016. I mean, when I think back on that, even now it's still an issue, but specifically for that election, what was even happening? We had actual clowns. There was a clown. Oh my God. That was a summer. We, we had a clown on my campus during the election year. And it was obviously some drunk frat dude, like being hazed, but it upped security tenfold on my campus. Because nobody wanted these clowns anywhere. Right. Oh, not at all. And like, like I saw the Snapchat of it and it was creepy. He wore a creepy mask, but I could also see like his letters. So I'm right. like, okay, so you're being hazed. This is not cute. This is how you specifically get hurt because someone like me right. is going to defend themselves. <laughs> right. Well, so that was, so if you don't know what we're talking about, there was in 2016, there was a ton of like clown sightings. And it like yeah. created this like mass hysteria where, you know, they 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 were disguised as like these evil clowns. They were not like cutesy. They were creepy. AF. No. People, I mean, there were some people that just rode around and they wanted to make people upset and cause mayhem. And like, I know there were some near here where we live where they were riding motorbikes and pissing people off. But then there were other clowns that were showing up in people's backyards with machetes. It's not anymore. <laughs> they're not here anymore and they just up and disappeared well so it 
so it first started the first incident that was reported was in green bay wisconsin and mm-hmm. it was it ended up being a marketing stunt for a horror film so that was yeah. actually just like oh sorry but then the phenomenon later spread to other major cities in the u.s by mid-october 2016 con sightings and attack and attacks keyword and attacks mm-hmm. had been reported in nearly all united states in every U- in nearly every U.S. state, and then nine out of the thirteen provinces and territories of Canada, and nine eighteen other countries. And it's as somebody that does not like clowns, I was not well. Um. I mean, I am not necessarily like afraid of clowns, but I don't enjoy them. Mm-mm. Like I, I mean, I love it, but I don't want to be anywhere near. A oh, love the movie, it, but I don't need that. No, <laughs> that doesn't need to be in my sewer. Um, I've been to the real one, <laughs> exactly. But they up and disappeared once the election yeah, happened. Yeah, well, and that's once it was done, they were. Well, and I think one of the big things with Colt as well is, I mean, that first scene, and what I think is so fascinating about this season as well, as someone who you know is a voter and old enough, you know, at this time, you know, that yeah. was my second presidential campaign yeah Yeah. the second one i could vote in and what i thought i i thought about it when it was airing but it's like okay what if hillary had one like how crazy would the season have been you know because i think they filmed it before he won they filmed everything before anybody won i believe right right so then if you look at it i think they filmed the first scene the first episode uh where trump does win Mm mm-hmm I think that was filmed last. But I guess I but I don't know how that I mean they had I think how it had, would have played out is if Hillary won, it would have said in an alternate universe where Trump wins. No, I don't even think they would have had to say that. I think they would have just been able to go with it and you've been like, oh shit, this is what it would have been like if he had won. So I don't even think yeah. they would have had to like blatantly state it. But you know, I mean, Evan Peters' character comes out to see Billy Lord's character literally covered in Cheeto dust. <laughs> and perfectly coiffed hair I'm covering his face <laughs> and then it's kind of you know like those two are like polar opposites you know and i it was the commentary you know some of it i mean some of it was heavy-handed for sure in this season yeah 100 but it definitely had you know it very much played off of paranoia it definitely played off of hysteria yeah yeah. And it was it was one of those things where it was kind of like, okay, like, you know, in hindsight, I mean, it might be worth re- revisiting now, too. Like, now that it's mm-hmm. almost time for another election, you know, like. Time for another election and we're so far away from that one. Yeah, but, like, at the same time, no. <laughs> no, like, like we're distanced from, like, the clowns and stuff is what oh, I'm saying. I mean, we're distanced from when he first won. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like we're so distanced you know? from that particular politically charged environment oh yeah where like you can look at that and go my god but it it brings up a lot of good points not even the political aspect to a cult aspect as well evan playing all of those care all of those characters i know it's insane bravo i think that was the last season he was in yes because the next one is and then he went full out Mm -hmm. for for Dahmer, i believe but you know, he, I mean, he got in the minds of every, he said he, he studied every cult leader that he played extensively. That's got to be so taxing. Like the mental to, exhaustion. Yes. Like, oh, I can't even imagine. And 
he he did it so well and the complexities of his character too as he's strangling a sister yes that was a really good scene for him and his his famous line of there's nothing more dangerous in this world than a humiliated man that was a good runner throughout the show to explain like why he's doing what he's doing because then we find out his backstory and it's like oh okay so so kai is, kai is evan peter's character yes and so i forgot that there's a whole andy warhol like thread yeah. this as well too like and so I, I looked up what cults they like mentioned in mm-hmm. the season so heaven's gate was brought up which you know kind of did with alien spirits and you know getting to the yeah. next level the branch davidians as well Mm-hmm. and then that's like with waco again jonestown is brought up obviously we have a whole thing with manson like yeah it is one of those things where it is like i said cults are so scary to me like they are terrifying nexium like that was mm-hmm. huge like when that broke that was insane and the vow does such a great job of showing yeah. people who have gotten out and how they you know whistle blew on it and you know everything that's happened and i mean nexium is a it's because it had a lot of celebrities. It's like it's like Scientology in there were too. It's like there's a lot of yeah. And when you have those high profile people, yeah, it kind of pulls a little bit different. So, you know, cults scare the hell out of me. So, <laughs> well, because it's the promise of fixing all your problems. Sure. Well, everyone has problems. What? But why? Well, no, breaking, <laughs> breaking. This just in. So, yeah, that is season seven. So, we are moving on to season eight. So, season eight is Apocalypse, which is a mess, in my opinion. Sorry. So, it features the witches from the New Orleans Coven as they battle the Antichrist and attempt to prevent the world from ending. It is a crossover between Murder House, Coven, and Hotel. I'm laughing because I wrote cover instead of coven. <laughs> <laughs> And then the season premiered September 12th, 2018. And the titles of the episodes are The End, The Morning After, Forbidden Fruit, Could It Be, Satan, Boy Wonder, Return to Murder House, Traitor. It looks like Sojourn, but it's probably got some fun other (laughs) pronunciation. Um, Fire and Rain, but like rain is in like power, not like rain Mm -hmm. is in the weather. And then Apocalypse Then. And this season only has 10 episodes. Where does this rank for you? It's dead last. Okay. It's 10 for me. It's yeah. literally, I mean, I, I, you know what? It probably would be dead last had I finished Rowan. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I really do not. I will never revisit the season. I do not care. I was excited. I was like, you know, I was, I had, it had promised because of the crossover. Like that was fun. But yeah. like, you know, I guess it's kind of funny how, you know, we were talking about cults obviously with the last season and right. religion kind of crept in and then it's like okay we literally have the antichrist like that's yeah and now it's <laughs> right. just religion it's just religion <laughs> congress has been taken down by the apocalypse uh <laughs> yeah i just i didn't and then like the crossover with murder house being like providing them closure i'm like we don't need this yeah um i'm, I'm sorry i didn't need it the reason here's the thing i liked the crossover I like the coven. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a cute element. Um, 
I thought Billy Lord being a witch was cute. The crossover is the only thing that saved this for me. Honestly. Yeah, that was good. I liked the guy who played the Antichrist. I can't remember his name, but he's very Cody talented. Fern? Yeah, Cody Fern. Very talented. Um, good stand-in for Evan Peters. Oh, I mean, and he becomes a staple in the franchise. Yes, yes good stand-in for him. And like, I don't want to say replacement because you can't really re- replace any of these no. characters that have left. But here's the thing. I don't watch horror movies or movies where the world is ending. I don't like it. It makes me sick to my stomach with anxiety. The Day After Tomorrow is not for you? I've never seen it. Don't watch it. No? I haven't seen World Z. I have not seen Planet of the Apes. I will not see these movies because they are the end of the world and they won't make me physically ill. Within the first 20 minutes. I learned a lot about you just now. Yeah. Within the first 20 minutes of the first episode, my former friend, I, I no longer talk to her, we were watching it simultaneously. And okay. I texted her, if this is the whole season, I can't watch it. Where it's the world just ending. Yeah. I'm like, if they have like a, a loop theory where you constantly see the world end and she's trying to go back and prevent it or whatever, I can't do this. And thankfully, that was not the case. So I was like, okay, I can watch this. As long as right. that doesn't happen again, I'll be fine. Sure. Yeah. I But I got so sick during that first episode. I was like, oh, this is just upsetting. I have anxiety. And then I turned it off for 10 minutes. I came back and I was like, okay, we're someplace new. Yeah. It's done. I can continue now. And then I I did generally enjoy the rest of the season. I wasn't like super excited for it um, the days that it premiered like I usually am. Sure. But I was like, oh, yeah, this is on tonight. All right. Yeah. Make my dinner watch my yep. show you know it's, yeah. it was like oh, all right i enjoyed the rest of the season it was a good little twist i like how we tied back all the way to murder house yeah with him being tate's demon child which makes oh sense my because he God. looks so much like evan yeah when jessica lang is in anything the energy changes and it's just phenomenal i'm here for that totally and um brought us back to murder house but what I didn't like was the very end where yeah. huge spoiler alert. If you haven't seen this, it basically shows that it's all for nothing. There's always going to be an antichrist and yeah. everybody just constantly has to go back and basically um, wipe it out while it's young and <laughs> just, you know, nip it in the butt. And uh, I didn't like that. I don't like the idea. So you constantly have to go through the apocalypse, which is what I didn't want the season to be. And I was like, ugh, just, this shouldn't have happened. But, like, I also don't watch zombie apocalypse movies. I don't like end of the world. That's my thing. It's, oh, it causes me such anxiety. So, like I said, this season didn't do a whole lot for me. Like, the cross, like, I liked going back to Murder House. It was fun to have the coven back. But it was like, all right, I, again, apocalypse stuff is not my fave either. I do like The Day After Tomorrow. I do like that one. But. And, hey, you know what? It's probably a great movie. I just can't do it. It's it's more so, yeah, because it's extreme weather. Like, that's really what it is more than anything. And I get it. I don't, I like a good thunderstorm, but I don't, with well, the second that it turns, like, violent, I'm out. I love a good, like, sideways rain with no tornado warnings. That's my that, sweet the, spot. It's the tornado, it's the tornado stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's the tornadoes that, I, I'm like, I freak out. But, like, so, heavy rain, heavy thunderstorm, but no tornado warnings all day, every day. So, I'm going to move us right along to season nine, which is 1984 season 9 1984 takes place outside of la during the 1980s which i think is self-explanatory focuses on the staff of a summer camp reopening after a massacre 14 years prior the start date of the season was september 18th 2019 
and the episodes are titled Camp Redwood, Mr. Jingles, Slash Dance, True Killers, Red Dawn, Episode 100, The Lady in White, Rest in Pieces, and Final Girl. This one only had nine episodes. Where does this rank for you? This is my number seven. This is my four. Is it? I don't blame you. It's really good. I I love camp. Yeah. I love camp. I love a good slasher. This is right up my alley. Yeah. And uh, hey, Friday the 13th is my favorite movie. My favorite horror movie. I mean, I love camp movies too. I mean, Friday the 13th, favorite horror movie. Um, The other ones I put above it though, they just like, they hit different for me. And I think that's oh, for why sure. it's placed where it is. It's not a read or an insult on that season. No. I really enjoyed that season. And I still watch it in the summer because it's so fun. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, this is one I definitely am like, oh, I need to rewatch this soon because I I love summer, like 80s slasher summer. Well, obviously, like nods to Halloween in this. Obviously, nods to Friday the 13th in this. Right. Like the classics. I was like, yes, give me classic horror. And they did. They delivered yeah. it. Well, like I said, and it's, it's it takes place in a camp, and it's camp. Like yeah. it is literally. We've got the Mr. Jingles character. There's a whole episode for him. I I can't get over it. I just I'm so obsessed with the look of the season. Just oh <laughs> yeah, guy. the outfits, the music, the energy. Let's go. It was spot on. It and then Leslie Grossman literally makes the season. Yes. John Carroll Lynch, who plays Mr. Jingles, also plays Twisty. Mm -hmm. And he breaks your heart here, too. (laughs) And he is just really freaking good at playing creepy characters. He is. I think it's the height. He also, (laughs) he was also in an episode of American Horror Stories. He was in the drive-in, which we'll get there. Yeah. You know, I just, again, I will just, I can scream from the tops. I just love this season because of what it is. Yes. Very 80s. It's it's just the camp. We you know we we see our night stalker again, Richard Ramirez, um, as played by somebody different than Hotel. Oh, that's fun. Um, and people were a bit upset uh, over his casting because he is so good looking. And here's the thing: he does look like Richard Ramirez, but Richard Ramirez had really messed up teeth. Yeah, and they didn't give him messed up teeth, and that was the fans' biggest complaint. Billy Lord's character hilarious montana she is so funny love her just uh, billy lord and everything is just funny yes her teaching the class absolutely hilarious where she's playing the metal music and they're like yes can we <laughs> can we get something else fuck you <laughs> she just like i mean she it reminded me in like book smart because she was in book smart yeah. and she was freaking hilarious in oh, that yeah I just, I, she's got range, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's got freaking amazing range. Um, You know, this is a lot of, so this is kind of like, I almost want to, it's almost like the next generation of American Horror Story, like cast wise. Yeah. Because, you know, Emma, Billy, Leslie, Cody, Matthew Morrison's in here. I forgot. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's a lot of, um, you know, Finn's back in the season. So it's a little bit of that new, oh, Leslie Jordan. May he rest in peace. May he rest. He was fantastic in everything. He's just the best, period. He's great in Roanoke. So <laughs> that's one thing Roanoke's got going for it, too. 
I do, and I just, I want, I want, I just want to get back in there with Lady Gaga too. Like, I definitely need to go in and give it a real shot. I'm shocked Lady Gaga wasn't in '84. I oh, she would have been so good, so good. But it definitely gave like vibes of like Sleepaway Camp as well, and um, (gasps) Sleepaway Camp. Oh yeah, like all of that, and yeah, you know, I forget his name already, but he, the guy who plays Twisty and who plays um John, breaks your heart in like every season he's in with his character because he wasn't even like a bad guy like leslie's character just framed him because she knew that she could get away with it Uh uh-huh and he like all he ever wanted was to be accepted by his mother who's an awful person yeah and i am glad that she's stuck at the camp as a ghost she deserved it you tell him but but i do like his ending that he got where he does end up spoiler alert with his mother and brother again and they rest there but same premise as murder house can't leave right right so it's 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 keeping the mythos that has been established previously in american horror story like ryan murphy definitely keeps the mytho the mythos across the board when he can yeah so I like I said, very smart. I mean, I still I can't wrap my brain around the fact that he's also behind like Glee and Nip Tuck. Right. You know what I mean? Like it, his brain is just it's like, OK, <laughs> insane creativity. I'm beyond impressed. And then, you know, of course, he also did American Crime Story, which I could rip oh, about that yeah, for another yeah. 30, 30 years. And Dahmer. And, you know, like oh, yeah. he's done a bunch. Yeah. I just have to read you this log line for slash dance because it's just really funny. Like oh, whoever yes. wrote this one, like great job. So it says imitation is the best form of tragedy. <laughs> Coming clean can be pretty messy. <laughs> it's it. so good. Again, I'm happy with it sitting at four. I will stand by that. For sure. And I have it at seven. If I could put it higher, I would, but I just can't. So we are moving on to the double feature. <laughs> Double feature in theory was great, but in execution, I have some complaints. But so it is comprised of two stories, hence double feature. So the first story is The Red Tide, which focuses on a family in Provincetown, Massachusetts, who meets the town's mysterious true inhabitants. Phenomenal. Okay. And then the second story is Death Valley, which follows a group of camping students who find themselves in the midst of a conspiracy involving extraterrestrials. This this one started in August. Yeah. 25th, 2021. So this is the first season post like COVID. Also the earliest. Yes. Yes. But so I mean, so this is in the Yeah. Post height of the pandemic yeah for me this one ranks nine okay and it only because okay so i did not split them up i, I kept them as one did yeah because you kept because <laughs> you split them up it's different if i so that's the only reason why it's sitting at nine is because i can't put it lower death valley is terrible i'm sorry i again Awful. i don't know what it is with the aliens but that was red tide was so good so freaking good yeah. i loved the color palette i loved the you know the, it was gloomy it felt right and then death valley they just stuck with black and white which you know could work but it just felt it's almost like they almost should have led with that one and then ended on the high note but they started yeah. on the high note and ended in the low note i think they knew people would stop watching sure but i will say um so because i split them up yes i technically have 12 sl- 12 slots so here's where they're at sure 
double feature part one, which is um, Red Tide. Red Tide is at number six above 1984. Sure. Okay. And part two is at number 10. But so I will say Red Tide, I mean, the complexities of it, but also you're an artist. I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He took the number one fear of every artist and embodied it. And that yeah. is talent. Yeah. Which is every artist has imposter syndrome. And if you don't, it's because you are actually not good. And if you are an artist, I mean, artist subjective, but to be a good artist, you have to care. Right. Number one rule. That is the unwavering rule. Again, artist subjective. So who knows? That pill that like, what if it wasn't subjective? What if it was in your DNA, whether or not you are a talented artist and you take this pill and it's going to prove to you whether or not you actually have talent? (laughs) No, no, thank you. So good, though. I don't need to take that. (laughs) It really, again, it's so funny because both both parts, I mean, like Red Tide was kind of muted until like the red. Yes. You know what I mean? Like the red really is like the starking color because it's so like it's not black and white. Mm -hmm. It's just muted. And then having, you know, Death Valley being in black and white. I was like, well. It was very like Twilight, like the first Twilight movie. It was like that. Yeah. It was like muted tones. But then like you had like her orange truck that was very vibrant. Yes. And you I, had you know, like the wood on his house. Very vibrant. Hold on. Go on. <laughs> like the the graduation caps in his house. Very vibrant. Yep. Mm-hmm. And. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Twilight was a great reference. Yeah, it had the same energy. That was it was a real that's a great reference. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, um, give me the first seven episodes and forget the rest, and it would be higher on my yeah, list. Yeah, absolutely. It would probably but I couldn't justify putting it lower because it was I mean, but like I couldn't justify putting it higher because of those last three episodes because Death Valley just kind of ruined it for me. I'm sorry. I could flip flop hotel and part one and make them switch spots. But I won't. Sure. Um, only because I don't like the ending, the very ending of it. Right. Which is the little girl's just now nuts. And it's yeah. like, here's the thing. Yes, she is talented, but she needed that mom that was maybe more down to earth about being talented because as we learn as she takes the pill. Yes. She is not. Mm -hmm. and the father sort of had this um like i don't know let's say a god complex ego whatever sure yeah the daughter had it too well Mm -hmm. when you eliminate the mother there is nothing but to feed that yeah and it's sort of just like which again let's compare it to twilight it's like the vampire kids where they're so out of control in such a danger it's sort of this thing of they created a monster yeah. And, you know, in more ways than one, that kid, I honest to God, that character was going to become a monster whether or not she took that pill. She was going to be. Oh, absolutely. She could become a stage mom at age 40. I don't know. Something bad was going to happen. She was just. Not oh, no, be for good. sure. For sure. But I liked that it did show the complexity of like having a, a creative block. And you're like, yep. what mm-hmm. can I do to get out of this? Because it will drive you insane, man. My God. Yeah. Well, and it's like even and then if you look at the season beyond that too, those creatures, you know? Yeah. Freaky. Yeah. And like very I loved this very nose for too. Loved it. A hundred percent. Loved that. Um 
I liked that we did see a glimpse of the mom of like reaching her final form kind of. Yes. But I also like that Sarah Paulson's character too of being seen as crazy because she won't take it when she does have talent and out of protest. And the only time she does take it is out of survival, which is, you know, she's comparable to Picasso. Yeah. I would say is she did her art. She was nuts. So she took the pill. She created the best art she ever created in her life. And then she ended it. Yep. And it's yeah, it's the classic story of the starving artist, if you will. Yep. But um, Macaulay Culkin did fantastic. Sarah, obviously fantastic. Lily, fantastic. Everybody fantastic. I mean, like I said, it was it was it was great. I just yeah. said, I just feel so bad. Like, I mean, I wish I mean, I understand why they couldn't do a full season of it because it kind of it did play out how it should have it didn't i don't you think you can't adding extend three more, that no adding three more episodes wouldn't have done anything so i think it was it was like it was too long of an idea to put in an episode or two of like american horror stories right yeah but it was too short to do like a some standard season because it's i mean this episode i mean the season's already only 10 episodes yeah i was kind of bummed like i mean i'm bummed to say that i didn't like the second half because like kaya gerber was in there and like she you know i mean I will say I when we get to American Horror Stories, I, you know, I think she's great. I think, you know, she's got a lot of potential. And I just it kind of is a bummer that she was in the wrong first, one. Yeah, her first yeah. um her first foot in American Horror Story in that universe is in the not strongest storyline. Yeah, it was like if uh Coachella got hijacked by aliens, but then you also went to the 50s sometimes. Oh yeah, sure. Just like, I love this. Uh-huh. Like I just didn't like it. Um, the storyline was it was just stupid. I liked the maybe the right. presidential part that was pretty cool, like the government part. Yeah. I was like, all right, sure. I, I get on board with that. But everything else, I'm like, all right, we get it. You're birthing aliens. Uh-huh. Can we can we get to the C section? Move it along, <laughs> like <laughs> right. So yeah, I don't. That's kind of all I have to say about. It felt like nine months. (laughs) (laughs) This is NYC. Mm -hmm. This takes place in, uh, surprise, it takes place in New York. Really? Really? 1980s. Yeah. I wouldn't have seen that coming. (laughs) 1980s and is focused on a string of killings involving gay men and the emergence of a new virus. The start date was back in October. October 19th, 2022. The titles are Something's Coming. Thank you for your service. Smoke Signals, Blackout, Bad Fortune, The Body, Sentinel, Fire Island, Requiem, 1981 slash 1989. Nope. 1987. Part one. And then same one part two. This is another episode another season with 10 episodes. I definitely said 1989, like the Taylor Swift album. My bad. That's just kind of where my brain goes when we go. I mean, she was born then. She's born in the 80s. It's relevant. <laughs> yeah. So it's just kind of, you know, but I did like this season. That's why I was so mad at myself that I kind of like yeah. forgot. And I think that this was when I like binged. So I kind of just like flew through it. I didn't like watch it. Week by no, week. so did I. So I think that that's why I was like, oh, where does this rank for you? Second to last. Number 11. And it's number eight for me. It's fair. You know, I did, like I said, I liked it. And I, you know, it's interesting when you, when you play with the, like the virus element, because, you know, again, this is post COVID. Mm -hmm. I mean, mean, you know, COVID's a thing. It's going to be a thing, you know, but I mean, as post like height of the pandemic, 
so talking about a virus because everybody was so like that was another like hysteric you know thing and then being like no this isn't real yes it is you know well the AIDS epidemic yeah yes that as well and I was you know I was getting there I was giving you no for sure I mean the parallels yeah Mm -hmm. especially during the time period of nobody knows how you get it we don't know what it is right we don't know how you get it right right we don't have a vaccine we don't have a cure yet. We have nothing. Stay in your house. Don't go see anybody. Da da da. Right. They didn't necessarily do that with the AIDS epidemic, but they said, "Don't shake hands. Don't shake hands with people. Don't hug people. Don't do this. Don't do that." Right. And Princess Diana, our queen, I love her. Our princess her. was one of the first people to publicly shake hands with an AIDS patient, saying, "Yep, we now know how you get it. Knock it off." And I think that's mm-hmm. the era we're sort of entering in in this season. Of they yes. are starting to know what it is. I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, they they like started mm-hmm. to have an idea at least of what it is and how you get it. And yes. I mean, Billy Lord, again, phenomenal in it. Actually pregnant during it. You know, it ranked where it did for me because it didn't cause me the anxiety that Apocalypse did of like, like really upset. Um, But I also, you know, I could take this or leave it. It's Dahmer without Dahmer (laughs) you did say that it is and it's I get it when you're so deep in a project like Ryan Murphy was I mean he wanted to make Dahmer for a really long time right I mean right after cult I think he announced that Evan will be playing Dahmer in a future project that he is currently writing or something like it, it it had been in production for years and or like in the works or whatever not production but you know what I mean and yeah I think once you're in that headspace it's kind of hard to get out of it Sure. So he's sort of like, okay, well, let's make it this, but without Dahmer. Let's make it in New York and fast-paced and, you know, adult clubs and the LGBTQIA scene in New York at the time. And all of that and the climate between talking about the epidemic, but also the serial killer. Because people were talking about the epidemic, but they were also talking about Dahmer. Right. Right. Yeah. So... You know, looking at like our cast, so you've got Patrick, who is a closeted NYPD detective. Yeah. You have got Gino, who is a reporter for the New York Native and Patrick's partner. But again, he's closeted. So it's a whole other, mm-hmm. you know, that brings a whole bunch of other storyline to it. Right. Billy plays Hannah, who's a doctor, who's a scientist who discovers the virus. Mm-hmm. There's a photographer who's like invested in, you know, the grotesque. There's a lesbian activist and fortune teller trying to solve the constant problems in the city. Mm-hmm. We have to talk about Patty Lapone. Patty Lapone, I can't. That is iconic. A lot iconic. of icons. A lot of icons in this season, which I think is what saved it for me. Uh, from oh, like for being sure. dead I mean, last. And like I said, I do I did enjoy this season. Like once I yeah. remembered what it was, I enjoyed it. Um the last two episodes, again, I don't know what it is. They just are not great at finishing the seasons. They're losing the twist aspect of it all. Right. Which I'm hoping that they get back in the newest season. I mean, they just announced Emma Roberts. um, Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. I want to know what the premise is. Thank you. That's what I want to know. All I think we that... know is there's like a nursery song going on in the background. Ooh, spooky. And, well, I mean, they are both moms. Yeah, and it's their names that first showed up and then yeah. a couple others i think yeah. i would love if like the premise of this is like kim kardashian is a robot nanny with her like perfectly engineered looks and like monotone voice 
Yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah. So I don't have a ton to say about the season either. I mean, like it was, I liked it. I think it's something I probably could go back and revisit, but I just watched it so quickly that I was just like, all right, it's fine. Yeah. I think it touched on a lot of important um, subject matter. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. Um, But overall, I wasn't impressed with the storyline. I'm like, yeah, I just watched Dahmer and now I'm, I'm watching Dahmer. Okay. Like. But what if it was fictional? Yeah. What if it had never happened? Right. Or like it was multiple people doing what he did. You know, right. um, good talent in there. Not a reflection on the actors at all. No, no. like I said, I, th- I think there's just stronger seasons. I think yeah. that's why it's just where it ranks in my yeah. It was a good, it was a good season coming off of um, coming off of like Apocalypse and Double Feature. Like, I think it was great. Like, I think it was a really good season. It just we had seen some of it before. But again, yeah. it really does touch on some really important stuff. And I really see the value in it. Yeah. So, like I said, that one was really hard for me to kind of place because I like I kind of like I wish I could place it higher, but just there's other ones that I just liked more. How I determine if something is terrible, personally, is like because mm-hmm. I get sick. You know, I got my autoimmune disorders and blah blah blah. My sob story. Um, <laughs> but whenever I get sick, I tend to get sick longer than the average person. Right. So I spend a lot of time just hanging out watching TV, and I'm like, no, all right, you me what? Never. But I'm like, would I watch this when I'm sick and just bored out of my skull and be okay watching this and slightly entertained? Yeah. So like with New York and you know what? Maybe I should change my ranking to New York taking the slot of, yeah, just a slot right above it, which is double feature part two. Maybe I'll change those yeah. two out because I could watch New York yeah. before I'll watch double feature part two again. Like yeah. if I was bored at home, I'd watch that again. But I just really want to dive into American Horror Stories because yeah. I've got some thoughts and I'm super excited. So I will say I love the concept. I really do. I like being able to – I like – it's. it reminds me of Black Mirror. I like mm-hmm. having a single story. Maybe there's two episodes. So season one dropped July 15th, 2021. So this was like American Horror Stories came out. They did seven episodes. And then a little bit later they did, you know, New York. So – the titles for American Horror Story Season 1 is The Rubber Woman Part 1 and Part 2, Drive-In, The Naughty List, But All, Feral, and Game Over. And then Season 2, I'm just going to do them all together. Mm-hmm. Season 2 was July 21st, 2022, and the titles were Dollhouse, Aura, Drive, Milkmaids, Bloody Mary, Facelift, Necro, and Lake, which is so... They did seven episodes for the season. They did eight the second season. So... For season one, my actually my favorite out of the entire series for that is Drive-In. Season one, episode three is my absolute favorite. I maybe I'm biased because I love it. Go to Drive-In, yeah. But I love the fact that a movie spoilers, spoilers, spoilers that a movie is making people go absolutely insane. Oh yeah, and then they're trying to destroy it to no one else, and then it ends. It ends with it being on streaming services. Totally. Like, I'm like, that is terrifying. And for that terrifying. reason, it's my least favorite. Um <laughs> <laughs> did you rank all the episodes it's, for this? Um, no, I just haven't pulled up. Okay, I didn't either. No, I, I like, didn't, oh, but that's it's, it's probably my least favorite just because it's end of the oh, world. I love that one. End of oh, the sure. world apocalypse okay. again. Sure. It's still just mm-hmm. an apocalypse. But I, I did enjoy it more than I enjoyed the the apocalypse season. Sure. You know, I just I I think because it's a drive-in and it's a movie and it's spooky. Oh, I it was so it. scary. And it was good. And I liked how it affected um, some people and not others. 
rubber woman didn't really care i for feel it. like noah cyrus was really unnecessary i'm just gonna she's say a really it. talented singer though i mean Very. she's really she talented act. <laughs> her sister's a great actress and a great singer and noah is a great singer Noah's songs make me cry all the time. She's so incredibly Great writer. talented. Yeah, she's very talented. But her character was... But but for Rubber Woman, though, that is where Kaya Gerber got her, like, redemption arc, though. Like, Yeah. I was... You know what? Like I said, I think she has potential, and I just would like to see, you know, again, it, she keeps getting handed the ones that are not the best written. Right. I mean, the aspect of, like, this young girl kind of, for Rubber Woman, just trying to discover who she is in terms yeah. of, it was it was very, like, I don't even know how to describe that episode. She's, like, trying to discover who she is in the world. But she's also just being spiteful towards her dad. Like, yeah. she's just like, I mean, like, she's just being an angsty teenager. Rebellious. That's the word. Oh, my God. I was driving yes. me nuts. <laughs> so, you know, she's around somebody who is promoting, you know, hurting yourselves. And it's not great. No, never. You know, it's like I said, it's 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 kind of one of those things where. Who she's hanging out with is like, hey, if you do this, you can be with me forever. Yeah and yeah so not great it was um very tate you know, of her. It was, <laughs> yes yes i mean it was you know being able to you know being able to leave the house and then what happens then and then you know it's right murder house i kind of want them to put it to rest at this point now like it's it's been People we've now brought it into three different things let's let it let's let it breathe um i know a lot of people didn't like the naughty list but i thought it was hilarious oh, i thought it was great i thought it was cute like for horror, you know. You've got Kevin McGale and Nico Greedham and Dylan Burnside and Charles Melton, like Machete. Okay. Yes. Come on. Who Danny doesn't Trail. love Machete? I mean, but it's just, it's so, I mean, like Ke Kevin was in Glee. Yeah. Charles is in Riverdale. Like, I mean, it's so funny because they're playing influencers. I was like, this, and then it's, it, it, it is poking, it is poking at uh, Logan Paul, though. Yeah, good. Oh, 100%. <laughs> because, you know, they they film It pokes somebody. at a lot of YouTubers, but especially him during that time. But okay, yeah. that is when they have their downfall is when they do that thing. So, I mean, it's really echoing that situation. Yeah. And also them trying to write it off on cancel culture, mm -hmm. which there is a difference between cancel culture and doing something wrong and being held accountable. That accountability. Yeah. I... I mean, what's really fun is it's another murderous Santa. Yep. And they're, they're getting killed off one by one. Again, it's a slasher. It's a camp. I don't know. I like. It's a classic. You know, slashers are, like I said, if you had to give me, you're like, oh, Kaylee, give me your like top genres. Yeah. You'd be like slashers, slashers and camp. And then if you, if I want to lose my brains and be super spooked as like the paranormal stuff, like hands down. Yes. Um. Season episode five, which is the one with it's Billy's episode mm -hmm. and it's with um putting this figurine under the bed so they can conceive. That one, like any like that stresses me out. It was very good, but I was like, that one freaked that me out. That was my favorite episode. I had a feeling it might I be. I really loved it. I thought that it was really well done. I liked the twist. Yeah. I like um 
how Billy portrayed it. Mm-hmm. Oh, phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Um, again, voodoo style, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. very good. It, it, again, it, it's, it was one of, it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm not going to mess with that. That's why I was like, mm. well, it's also like when the gaslighty becomes the gaslighter, just like the vengeance. Like they, like these people came together to convince this woman that she was nuts because they wanted her money. Like you mm-hmm. gaslight them back, sis. You keep your coin. <laughs> girl boss gaslight gatekeep um, was it girl boss gatekeep yes or what is it gaslight gatekeep girl boss that's what it is yes <laughs> there it is um and then i did i also liked feral which was episode six was so really i guess we're good. going through each episode is kind of a rant i yeah i i really liked season one and again i think it some people were like i don't know about it because having rubber woman part one and two like back to back it's like oh i don't know it's more murder house right but I was like, no, 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 get to the third one. Keep going, keep yeah, going. Yeah, it just wasn't a vibe, the, the first one. Um, the second season, are you ready? Yes. So Dollhouse is the first one. And it's, I will tell you, it reminds me of a Criminal Minds episode where something very similar happens. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was like, been there, done that. Really? I don't watch Criminal Minds. Yeah. yeah. No, there, there's an episode where um, an unsub kidnaps women and make them yeah be like their doll so i mean it's something where it is i mean it's a little bit different because the premise with this one is like they're working and they have to you know this that and the other but for me i was like "Mm, been there seen it Mm -hmm. i that was my favorite of the season it is phenomenal it is it is very good like i said for me at first i was like well you know all right it is very spooky and it does freak me out but criminal minds has an episode similar yeah so you're kind of like oh okay Right. It wasn't yeah. a totally like original concept for me. Um, Aura is when they're moving into a new home and then they're terrorized by the cryptic visitor. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got a lot to do with like the cameras in the house. The rings. Yeah. But oh, it's called Aura. Auras. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that again, not one I would watch while house sitting. Oh my god, no. Has uh has Schmidt, which has a new girlfriend. Yes, it does. It. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was just a really good episode. It's Queenie, yeah? Yes, it does. She did great. I, and then so for season, for episode three, which is Drive, which I think is kind of fun because Drive In was the third episode of season one and then Drive is the season two, episode three. This one has Bella Thorne in it and Nico Greedham is in it as well. And this one is okay. I do like the, I mean, the premise is terrifying. Club girl's life is turned upside down because she's being followed. Like, that is my, one of my biggest fears. Oh, totally. And I didn't that see the twist coming. Scary. No. So, and that was, that was satisfying. That was yeah. good. Um, Milkmaids was my absolute least favorite of the entire really? everything. Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't. I felt ill. Yeah, it's a little gross. I, I felt ill. I don't. I don't like anything that kind of graphic and it just yeah. um but again very historically yeah, just, accurate correct yes. I just it wasn't for yeah, me yeah for sure I mean I'm indifferent about it this next one I loved yes Bloody Mary yes I anything that has to do with like urban legends I'm all for oh, it totally give it to me give it to me um urban legends the movie you know that one it's it's campy but it also covers all these different urban legends a lot of star power in it before they were stars too um but no for sure i mean there's a lot of people in that movie yeah. that was before they were these huge stars that they are now um candy man 
give it to me oh yeah like yes i anything urban legend so that's why i love bloody mary you know i i, I don't know if you did that at sleepovers i know we did i didn't i did well, okay correct mess with it correct no me neither <laughs> i was gonna say correction i didn't yeah I sat outside while yeah, they did that it. Yeah, that's same. I was like, you go for it. Out. I was like, nope. y'all want to die, you do nope. that, but not me. <laughs> there are, again, there are things that I just will not mess with. I will say, nope, return to sender, goodbye, yeah, no. and nope, I'm not. Mm-mm. Absolutely mm-mm. not. But it's, I like how it, um, it kept true to the urban legend, but it had a twist. Yeah, absolutely. Of, like you oh, have yeah, to do I think this, that's... and I will give you whatever you want because the the, the urban legend isn't like she grants wishes. The no. urban legend is she just kills you. Scratches like your eyes the, out. Yeah. A million. Again, I mean, that's like, even if you look so at So I like, like that there was a relationship. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and that's even like urban legends too. Like if you look at like one of the local ones for us, there's a million different oh, stories yeah. of what that house is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I, without, you know, triangulating. No, us, totally. Um, and it's, and it's, you hear a different story every time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i use that for one of my projects in uh in undergrad yeah. we had to write we had to write a script uh, we had to write a short film script off of an urban legend so that's the one i picked yeah um this one the very next one is freaking freaky um facelift it reminds me of like mommy dearest it's kind of very much that same it starts off that way and then it uh takes a real big twist oh, there yeah and um Gotta say, you know, as someone who's had plastic surgery, this freaked you have me what? the fuck out. <laughs> oh, valid, valid. I was like, oh my god. Which is why you don't go away I on was... retreats to get things done. You go to professionals. <laughs> I was so upset for her though. At like I was the end, so, I, was... I was like, oh my god, no. And it, but it does answer the question: How far will you go to be beautiful? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, I going back, even like looking at these like beat by beat, like episode mm-hmm. by episode, I'm like, man, I really do like American horror stories. I don't care. What it was a says. great twist. I really I I just I think that these are premises of like, oh, this is a really good idea, but I know we can't make a season out of it. Yeah. Episode before the last one, so there's two more, is Necro, which is a young mortician discovers the the living are more terrifying than the dead. No. No thanks. No thanks. Pass. I'm good. No thanks. Um, the actress did a phenomenal job. So did all the other actors involved. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> the, the premise is basically ending of like he destroyed her life. So instead of taking accountability for that, they're both just gonna lay down and die and get buried alive. Yep. Like, all right, maybe not. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe change your yeah, face no. and your name. See where you go from there, sis. Like, right, give, right. give yourself a chance to get out of it. But it's, I mean, it's obviously like somebody being controlled by a narcissist, right? That's right. the underlying for me. That's what I got out of it. Is like this guy wanted her, he couldn't have her, so... He decided to make it so she could only have him and then die with him. Very mm. Romeo and Juliet if um, it was not Shakespearean. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. And then the very last episode that we have gotten so far for American Horror Stories is late. Yes. This one just makes me sad too, though. It makes me sad, but I I really enjoyed um, the plot line. I think it was really smooth. 
I think that oh, yeah. this plot line didn't need a huge twist. It had a twist, but not mm-hmm. a not a super unpredictable one. Right. Um and I think it was well executed. I think Alicia did well. It is just heartbreaking though. Yeah. Oh, it's it's so sad. Yeah. I yeah. I was like, I can't do that. I almost couldn't watch it because <laughs> of the zombies. Yeah. Oh, because they freak me out so bad. But I was like, I yep. need to muscle yep. through this because this is really good. Yeah. No. So I will I will stand by American Horror Stories. I think that they're great. Totally. And if you watch like the first two episodes of season one, you're like, no, like, dude, give it another going. go. Yeah, it's, keep or, going. So no, start on season two. That's the better season. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And there, right, um, so, but I will say what I liked about Lake 2, just really yeah. quick, familial mm-hmm. curses. Yeah. Not a huge yep. thing that Ryan Murphy has touched on. Right. So I think true. it's new territory and I'm hoping maybe that'll be involved in the new season. I was like, maybe that'll be involved in the new season. You beat me too. Yeah, it. that's well, that's what I was hoping. I was like, maybe it's like, oh. All right. We have been, we recorded these episodes back to back. So we've been on Zoom for literally like four hours. <laughs> so um, I think it is time for us to go. So Erica, where can people find you in the meantime? Uh, you can find me on all social medias at Erica is odd. E-R-I-K-A is odd. And then you can find me across all social media at your girl K Jen. So until then, keep it glittery. And gory. Bye. Bye.